Hey, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Chagiga daf chaf. Hey, we left off on daf chaf daladam base at the Mishnah. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. And it is also sponsored by, I forgot to pull it up. Uh, one second. It is also sponsored by Seymour Gertz in memory of his mother, Margalit Bas Ravshilam Allah Shalom Zyartzai Zayin Adar Beis. We thank both sponsors very, very much for these sponsorships. So today we're going to uh, pivot a little bit. We've been discussing the Chomer B'Kodesh Mibetruma, those Chomers that Kodesh has over Truma, and today the Mishnah is going to switch that around and start talking about the Chomers that Truma has over Kodesh as far as the Dinam of Tuma and Tahara are concerned. And then uh, the uh, Gemara is going to talk about why we only trust the Tahara of wine or oil from Yehuda and not from Galil. We're going to say that we trust, as far as Kodesh is concerned, wine that comes from Ameyaret, from Yehuda, but uh, not from Galil. The Gemara is going to discuss what the difference is between Yehuda and Galil in that regard. Then the Gemara is going to quote a stira whether Ame Aretz are believed about Tahara Satruma, and we're going to have two answers uh, to that stira, but one of them is going to be rejected about whether Ame Aretz are believed about Tahara Satruma. Then we're going to talk about whether a Chaver can hold on to the produce until the time that an Amaretz is, uh, is believed, meaning there are times of the year that an Amaretz is believed about the Tahara of the produce. But let's say the Amaretz produces it at a time that he's not believed. So can the Chavar say, okay, I'll take it, and then just hang on to it until the time where the Amaretz would be believed, and then say, okay, so now it's star because now there's no Gezeira Midrabanan that uh, not to believe the Amaretz at this time. Then the Gemara is going to discuss whether Ne'emanus in one area of Tahara will carry over to other areas of Tahara. Meaning, do we say Mitoch? Do we say Mitoch that he's believed about this section of the Taroves, so he's believed about the entire Taroves? even though the other section on its own he, ne- he would not necessarily have been believed about. And then the Gemara is going to talk about when the Amaretz is believed about Taras HaTruma, do we also believe him about uh, the Kadim that the Truma comes in, meaning about the uh, containers, the jugs that hold the Truma. So in those times of the year where we're going to believe the Amaretz about the Tara of the Truma itself, do we also believe the Amaretz about the Tahara of the utensils that the Truma comes in? So let's begin with the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Chaf Dalid Amud Beis. So generally speaking, the rule is that an Amaretz is not believed that he uh, protected himself or his objects or his food because we assume an Amaretz is not sufficiently familiar with the rules of Tumah and Tahara and therefore he doesn't know how to be careful about it. However, there are certain cases where an Amaretz is believed about Tahara. So that's what our mission is going to highlight and particularly what our mission is going to highlight is Chomer Betruma, a certain Chomer that Truma has that Kodesh does not have. So there's a din in Taras HaTruma that's more chamur than Taras HaKodesh. And that is, Shebi Yehuda Ne'emanim Al Taras Yain V'Shemen Kol Yimos HaShana. When it comes to in Yehuda, which is a certain section of Eretz Yisrael, Amayaretz are believed to say that they watched over the Tahara of Yain and Shemen of Kodesh throughout the entire year. If it's Kodesh, they, they're, they're believed to say throughout the entire year that it's Tahar and they could bring it to the base of Migdash if they're Makdash, the Yain and the Shemen at the the, the, uh, at, 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 uh, when they, they're allowed to bring it to the base of English because if, they, if we're not if the Rashi explains because if we don't accept the Kodesh from them then everyone's going to go build a, a Bama Liatzma and they're going to be Makrav over there on their uh, on their own Bama so therefore they uh, made a Takana that we're allowed to believe Amayaretz when it comes to Kodesh Ubishas Hagitos and at the time that they uh, that they pressed the, uh, the, the the grapes to make wine Vabadim and at the time of the season of the year where they pressed the olives to make oil, then afalatru. 
Truma, then not only are they believed about the Tower of Kodesh, they're even believed about the Tower of Truma. But therein lies the Chumrah, right? Meaning when it's not Shas Hagitos and Shas Abadim, we don't believe them about Taras HaTruma. We only believe them about Taras HaKodesh. So Taras HaKodesh we believe them about throughout the year. Taras HaTruma we're only going to believe them about at Shas Hagitos and Shas and Abadim. So Avru HaGitos Abadim, if the time of the Gitos and the Badim, the time of pressing wine and oil has passed, Viviulo Chavish Shal Truma, and the Amaretz brings to the Kohen a barrel of Truma wine, Lo Yikablenimimen, the Kohen cannot accept it from him uh, with the assumption that it's Truma Tahora, because Amaretz are not believed on the Tahara when it's not the Shasagitos Vabadim. In the rest of the days of the year, that's not Shasagitos Vabadim, you have to assume that it's at least Safik Tame. Aval, but here's what the Kohen can do, Aval, or what the Amaretz can do, Aval Manicha Lagasa Ba'a, the Amaretz could just hang on to that oil or hang on to that wine until next year's pressing season and then he's going to be believed that it's star and then the Kohen is going to be allowed to receive it from him because uh, because he's believed at that time of the year so the Amar should just hang on to it and present it to the Kohen at a later uh, in, in the, the next year's season and that will be uh, that, that, then he'll, he'll be believed so the uh, the Rambam writes even though the Kohen the Rambam writes in Tumas Mishkov Moshev Parikir Aleph even though the Kohen knows that this barrel is not from this year that this barrel is from a previous year, you could be makabel from it from him right now because the chum were not kozertuma outside of the shasagi uh, during the shasagitos. So even though he knows that this isn't this year's stuff, this last year's stuff is and it's from after the shasagitos, you're still allowed to believe. You're still allowed to uh, to trust him, and that's what Tosfos writes in Dibra Maskel Shabiyuda as well, and that's what seems to be explicit in a Tosefta. The Meiri quotes a machlokas about this, but that's a simple pshat that even though. You know that this came from a time that was not Shasakitos Vabadim, but since he's presenting it to you at a time that is Shasakitos Vabadim, you're allowed to take it. If the Amarit says to the Kohen, Hifrashi Lutokhar V is Kodesh, oh, if the Amarit presents Truma to the Kohen, and he says, by the way, I put into this Truma a Revius of Kodesh Neman, then he is believed about the Tara of the barrel, because since he's Neman on the Taras HaKodesh of the barrel, he's Neman on the Taras of Truma. Remember, he's believed throughout the year about Kodesh. He's only only believed at certain times of the year of Truma. So what if he presents at a time of the year where he's not believed about Truma a combination of Kodesh and Truma? He's presenting a, a mixture of Kodesh and Truma. So you believe him about the Kodesh, but it's impossible that the Kodesh is, ta- is Tahar and the Truma Stame. So therefore, since Mitoch, that you're believing him about the Kodesh, Mimela that Naamanus carries over to Truma as well. It's interesting, Rashi writes that if Mamelo of Rashi Tocha Revius, what's a Revius? Rashi writes Revius Halug of Shemen. That it's if he he says that I, I put the Revius Halug of Shemen of Kodesh into this, uh, into this barrel. So Cheshach Soma writes that Rashi Dafka gives the example of Shemen, that he put Shemen, even though the Mishnah previously was talking about Hivilo Chavis Shal Yayin. So it's a little bit odd, right? The case was if he brings you Chavis Shal Yayin Shal Truma, you cannot take it from him. But if he puts in Revius into that of Kodesh, then you can take it. Naturally, you would assume that it means you put a Revius of a yayid of Kodesh into it, then you're allowed to take it from. So why would Rashi say Shemen? So the uh, the Cheshik Shlomo points out that what Rashi's really trying to do is he's trying to answer Tosas Kasha. Tosas has a Kasha that a Kohen is not allowed to eat Truma because of the Kodesh HaMeurah, but if you have Truma that has Kodesh actually mixed in with it, then it's, it's of no value to the Kohen. The Kohen can't eat it. It has Kodesh in it. So if it has Kodesh in it, he's not allowed to have that Truma. So that's what Rashi says. No, no, it's a Chavish Shal Yayin of, uh, of, 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 uh, of 
of truma that has shemen kodesh mixed in. Shemen is not really going to mix in with the yayin. It's shemen's going to float above the yayin. So therefore, the kohen will be able to skim off the shemen and, and keep that as kodesh, and he'll be able to drink the yayin. That's dafka why Rashi said that it's shemen that was put into the chavis shel uh, shel yayin. And then Cheshek uh, Shom suggests alternatively, Rashi wrote that the revius is revius halug of shemen because stam revius in shas is always a revius halug. And the shear of Yain Linasachim is uh, no less than uh, three Lugin, which is a Revius Ahin. So Rashi says that it must be that it's a Revius Halug Shemen, because the Shir Revius Halug of Shemen we find by Rikike Nazir. But uh, by Yain, you're never going to have a Revius Halug that ever matters, that ever uh, makes a difference as far as Kodesh is, uh, is concerned. The uh, Turi Evans suggests that it seems that a Revius over here must mean a Revius Ahin, like the Shir of, Nisk- of Niske Yain. And he quotes uh, Rashi, who says Revius Halug, but Pashus over here, it must be Revius. Now, the, the Tosis Kasha is still a Kasha, meaning Tosis Kasha, Cheshik Shlomo think Rashi is trying to answer Tosis Kasha, but Lechora, Tosis Kasha is a strong Kasha, right? That if you're Mafrish Latoch Lechavis, a Revius of Kodesh, so how, how does that help the Kohen? The Kohen is not allowed to eat it. There's Kodesh mixed in with it. So again, the Cheshik Shlomo said that's what Rashi was answering, that Yayin and, 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 and Shemin don't mix, and therefore you're able to separate out the Yayin from the Shemin. Tosis Meseches Chulin, Daflamid Hayyim Beis, says a different answer. He says, no, the case is, the guy says, Revius Shani Kodesh. He has not yet declared the Revius as, as Kodesh. He says, whatever Revius I take out from this Chavis, that's going to be Kodesh. And then when he's Mafrashid, it turns out, using Brera, that that Revius was Kodesh the whole time. And the rest is only Truma. So it doesn't, uh, the Kohen is not taking any risks by uh, benefiting from this wine because the Revius that, he's, uh, that he ultimately is Mafrash from it becomes, uh, becomes Kodesh. And we could still assume the the care that's taken about Taras Hakodesh that there uh, that that, that uh, the Kodesh remains remains Tahar. So uh, so that that's the, uh, the 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 rule in the Mishnah. So again, the rule in the Mishnah is that uh, you're not allowed to believe the Amaritz about Truma except for the Shasagitos Vabadim. If he presents Truma to you when it's not the Shasagitos Vabadim, you have to assume that it's problematic. But he can hang on to it until the next Shasagitos Vabadim and present it to you. Or if he says, by the way, I threw some Kodesh in there also, then you're allowed to believe him because he's believed about Kodesh throughout the entire year. So once you're going to believe him about the Kodesh that's in there, you're allowed to believe him about the Truma that's in there as well. Another din that uh, Amayarits are believed about Tara, Kadei Yayin Vekadei Shemen Hamadumaos. If you have uh, jugs of, of, of uh, Yayin and oil that are mixed in with Chulun and Truma together, so Nehmanamaleim. The Amayarits are believed about the Kadim and about their contents to say that they're Torah provided that it is the time of Gitos and Badim, because we know that we believe them about Truma so now they're giving you a mixture of Truma and Chulun, you're allowed to believe them about the Chulun as well and not only that, even before the Shas HaGitos, for 70 days they're believed about the Tahara of the Kadim themselves, because uh, from that time already they're preparing their Kalim in order for, uh, to, for it to be ready for the Shasagitos Vabad, in order to be ready for the pressing of the grapes and the pressing of the olives. And therefore they're Makbid already 70 days in advance to be Shomer Bitara to make sure that everything is done. Bitahara. So now, says Gemara, wait a second. The Mishnah started off by saying that Namaritz is Neman about Taras Yain and Shemin of Kodesh uh, throughout the year, Bi Yehuda. Why do we have to highlight that it's Dafka that they're Neman Bi Yehuda? Bi Yehuda in Begali Lo. Sounds like they're only believed in Yehuda. 
But in Galil, the Amayarits are not believed. So ask the Gemara, my taima. Why is it that they w- we wouldn't believe Amayarits in Galil? Well, we do believe them in Yehuda. So No, because geographically, there was a uh, strip of land where uh, where Kutim lived that was mafsik between Yehuda and Galil. So the Chamor goes there. There is a rule that Chamor goes there in Eretz Ha'amim, that Eretz Ha'amim is Tame, that outside of Eretz Yisrael has Tumah. So if someone wants to go from Galil to Yehuda, because they have to go, that's where Yerushalayim is. You want to bring something to the base of Migdash, you got to go to Yehuda. So if someone wants to travel from Galil to Yehuda, he's going to have to pass through that Ritzua. He's going to have to pass through that strip of land that has Tumah. So now he's, he's going to become Tameh. Everything's going to become Tameh, but Tumah, Eretz Ha'amim, and Mela. He's not going to be able to get from Galil to Yehuda, even uh, wine and shemen of uh, of 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 uh, Aretz, even chaverim ziyayim v'shemen can't be brought to the base of Migdash for Nesachim from from Galil to Yehuda because it's going to become Tameh as you pass through that Ritzua of land. This idea of Eretz Ha'amim being Tameh is uh, not only about that strip of land; it's every it's all of Chutzlar. It's is Tameh, and the reason for the Gzeira is because the Nachrim are mezalzel uh, in uh, in Mesim and they bury them wherever they uh, they want to bury them. So uh, there were a lot of different uh, madregos of the chumrah of this gezer until at the end there the chumrah goes there that even the avir of eretz ha'amim is tameh. So someone who sticks out rosh of rubo to, to eretz ha'amim becomes tameh. The gemara in Shabbos tells us in Daf Tazvav that if a person is in eretz yisrael and then he like leans out and he sticks rosh of rubo out into eretz ha'amim, just being in the airspace, floating in the airspace of eretz ha'amim is uh, metamehim. A person who touches eretz ha'amim or carries the offer of eretz ha'amim is an avatuma as if he became tameh. To a mace. Uh, the avir of Eretz Hamazam and Tami Tumas Mace, you only need a uh, Tvila, but nevertheless, the, that's the, uh, the Tuma of Eretz Hamazam. Tosavia raises the question that, uh, wait a second, how did the Bnei Galil be Ola Laregel then? Meaning, if the, in order to get to Yehuda, you have to pass through this Ritzua of land that has Tuma, so how would they Ola Laregel? They became Tameh, but Tumas Mace, as they were traveling through. So Tosas leaves it as a Kasha. Tosas says, I don't know, I don't know how they, how they managed to be Ola Laregel. So a number of the Achronim uh, try to answer the Kasha, and they suggest that maybe in a Chinami, they were Ola the Regal a week early to give themselves time to be metire themselves by the time after they arrived in Yehuda, because in a Chinami they were, uh, were Tameh when they were, uh, when they were Ola the Regal. But anyway, that's why we highlight the Yehuda as opposed to Galil. In Galil, there's no Nehmanus, not because they're not Nehman, not because we don't trust them, but because it's impossible. It's impossible for them to bring the, uh, the Yayin Vishemen, Bitahara from Galil to Yehuda. So ask Sigmar, why is it impossible? I have an idea, why don't they put it inside a box, a wooden box, and uh, these are three different types of boxes, uh, the Teva Migdal, and carry it through the airspace, and then the, the, the Kad of, uh, of Yain and Shemin is not going to become Tameh when it goes through that Ritzua, because they're not, these uh, boxes are not Mechabal Tumah, so they'll form an Ohel, they'll be Mafsik Bifnei Tumah, so even though the land is Tameh, it's not going to be Metameh into the box. So says Mara Hamani Rebihi, Damar Ol Zaruk because uh, we're assuming like the sheet of Rebbe that a moving ohel does not constitute an ohel. So what's your suggestion? That you put the yayin and the shemin in a box and the bottom of the box will form an ohel and will stop the tumah from penetrating uh, into to the contents of the box? It doesn't work if it's moving. If the ohel is moving, it doesn't work to be mafsik pifnei atumah. It's not going to be chotzitz pifnei atumah of the avir of Eretz, of, of, of Eretz Ha'amim. Now the, that's how Rashi explains. It does not mean to say that the avir, I mean when we say that the Avir of Eretz Ha'amim is Tameh, it clearly doesn't mean that the Avir itself is Tameh. Um, the, uh, the, there's a tzad uh, 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 in Masechus Nazir, that's what it means. 
Because if that were the case, then even if Oel Zaruk were may Ohel, it's still in the airspace of Eretz Havim, would have been Tame anyway. Now what it means is that they were Gozer on the Gush and the Avir, meaning that even someone who only passes through the Avir, because the, the ground is Tame, that even if he's not touching the ground, he's Tame Tumas Ohel by being above the ground. But it really emanates, the, and the Tumas Avir Eretz Havim really emanates from the ground of, uh, of Eretz Havim. But anyway, so Shid uh, the Migdal is only not in Eitzah because we assume like Rebbe that an Oel Zaruk is not a valid Oel. If a person goes into Eretz Ha'amim inside of a box, Rebbe Metamim, Rebbe Yosem Rebbe Metamim, Rebbe is Metamim because the Oel Oel Zaruk is not called an Oel and Rebbe Yosem Rebbe is Metamim because the Oel Oel Zaruk is called uh, is called an Oel. So that's a question. Could an Oel Zaruk function as, uh, as an Oel? I don't know if they still have it but they, someone told me that they used to have by the Oel, by the, by the Rebbe, they used to have boxes for Kohanim to be able to uh, to go through. Anyone know they still have such? What? They used to have it. So, uh, yeah, Eric Cohn said that uh, on his chasna day, someone uh, brought him and he said, the day I go into a cemetery in a box, it's going to be the other way. But, uh, <laughs> but the, 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 they, uh, so, so if there's such a, uh, okay, so that's the question. Does an Oel Zaruk work as, uh, as, as an Oel? So the Gemara asks, so there's still another way. Okay, Oel Zaruk maybe doesn't work. There's still another way you could transport the Yain and the Shemit Betara from the Galil. Why don't you put it inside of Klicheres and then seal the top of the klicheres and that will be chotitz b'fnei atumah can't penetrate the klicheres some rebels are shown in ena kodesh nitzel but some pasil is a special din that the tanoim taught in a brisa that something that's that's kodesh is not saved from tumah in its summit pasil the chamur goes there that uh, that they're not going to be saved from tumah in a uh, sealed cheres uh, container because of exera mishum chatos that the chatos minatora is not saved but some pasil meaning the afer Chatos Minatora is not saved uh, from Tumah with the Tzamen Pasil, and therefore you can't save the Ayin and Shemen Betari either, Midrabanan from Tumas Galil from the Tumah of the Ritzua that separates the Galil from Yehuda either. So asking Marva Tanya in Chatos Nitzamen Betzamen Pasil, my Lava Kodesh Nitzel. Wait a second. No, we only learned that the Efer Paraduma cannot be protected by its Tzamen Pasil, but doesn't that indicate that it's Dafka the Efer Paraduma that cannot be protected by its Tzamen Pasil, but Kodesh can be protected by its Tzamen uh, by it's unpasil, so it says, well, no, no, it's a wrong, it's the wrong diuk to make. The diuk to make is that dafka by chatas that they already mekadesh with the efer chatas is not nitzel but some pasil. Hamayim she'ena mukudashim nitzelim but some pasil. The diuk to make is that the water that you fill up for use of the efer chatas, but has not yet been mukudash with the placement of the uh, of the ashes of the paradumanit, that is protected by some pasil. So to protect the water as an ingredient that you're going to use to eventually mix with the Eifrachatos you could put it in a klicheres that's, uh, that's sealed but to uh, but Enochinami when it comes to Kodesh we're machmir midrabanan not a dindoraisa but midrabanan we're machmir that it's some possible is not going to protect so it says wait a second still how could you say it's not possible to bring Yain and Shem and Betara from Galil to Yerushalayim so so far we had two challenges we said uh, why can't you just do it by bringing it in a wooden box we said a wooden box doesn't help it's no Zark. why can't you just do it by putting it in a klicheres Cheres, that's Mukaf Sam Basil. Not going to work because Midrabanan, it's not going to save it from Tumah. But says Gmar, Vamar Ula, Chavraya Mitkan Begalila. The Chaverim and Galil would make their Yain and the Shem and Betara in order to bring them to Mizbeach. So apparently, th- this is not an explanation of how it worked, but it's just a statement that it worked. 
that we have a brisa, a tradition that they used to bring from Galil. So they, they would make things betar in Galil. And then it was made for the purpose of the Mizbeach. How do they do that if uh, if it's impossible? So it says, they, they had such a muna. They would make everything betahara and they uh, and they were, and they waited and they assumed that when uh, Mashiach would come in, Eliyahu and Avi would uh, tell them uh, what where uh, where they can go through, where there's a passageway, where there's no tuma, that they would br- then bring it. But they never actually brought it to the base of Mikdash because they couldn't because uh, it wasn't uh, they they were always concerned about that ritzua of land. Okay, then the Mishnah went on to say that at the Shasagitos the Amaoretz are believed not only about Kodesh, which they're always believed about, but they're also believed about the Tara of Truma. So ask the Gemara. We said that Amayarts are Neman on the Tara Shasagitos Vabadim Uraminhi, but we ask you, Steve, from the Sechis Taros, that it says Hagomer Zesov Yeshayer Kupa Achas Vietnanalotni Kohen. That if a person finishes pressing his olives and he wants to, you know, to, he brings his olives to the base Habad, to the uh, to the olive press, he should leave one box of olives that go unpressed and give it to a Kohen who's an Ani, that that Kohen who's an Ani should make Shemin from it, so the Kohen should be able to know that those Zesim were never Hukshal Kabultum in the first place, so he knows that those Zesim are perfectly Tahar, and therefore the Kohen himself will be able to make oil with those Zesim, with that one box of olives that you left unpressed. You give it to the Kohen, he'll make oil himself, Tahara, and then you'll use those that, that oil as truma for all the rest of your oil. Why does the Mishnah say that the Amaretz has to leave over a, a, a box to give to the Kohen Betara and that's the only way he's going to have truma Torah that's going to work? Why don't you just say that the Amaretz is going to be believed? So just give it to, just press all your oil and that give it to the Kohen and then give the truma to the Kohen and you're going to be believed. So the Gemara has two answers. Answer number one Amrav Nachum Lokasha. Habacharfi Habaafli. When the Mishnah says that the Amaretz is believed, that's talking about if you press the olives in the Beis Habad at an early time of the pressing season, that's when the Amaretz are believed. Whereas the Mishnah that says, no, your only Eitzah is to give olives to the Kohen and let the Kohen press his own olives before they ever hooks the Kabbal that's talking about late in the pressing season when already most of the people have already pressed their olives and there's no automatic Neamonus at that time. Amalei Ravad Baravas, Ravad Baravas says, Kigon Mai, who are these people that are not, not believed? I mean, you're talking about the 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 harfi or the afli, which are the ones. I mean, you just said this is harfi. I already gave it away. And I said this is by the harfi, this is by the afli. But which is which? When do we believe them? When do we not believe them? So uh, he says, you know, like your father's house. Well, apparently, his father's house were the were the those who delayed. So when they delayed, that's when they're not believed. When uh, they would do it late in the season, that's when they're no longer believed. So the Gemara brings another teretz to the stira between the Mishnayos. Rav Yosef Amar Shanu. No, the Mishnah in Taros that tells us that Amaretz are not believed. That's so many Galil. Those Amaretz that are in Galil, the B'nai Galil, are not believed about Taros Yai and Shemen for Kodesh and for Truma. So the Mishnah is saying that Amaretz are believed is talking about in Yehuda. We already distinguished between Galil and Yehuda. So this is a further distinction between Galil and Yehuda. That in Galil, if an Amaretz wants to present uh, Shemen to a Kohen, he's got to give him the fresh olives that have not yet become Mokshul Kabbalah and let the Kohen handle it. But in Yehuda, where he is believed about the Tara, so he can give uh, the oil to the Kohen at the Shasagitos. Says Gmar, nah, that answer doesn't work. That Aver Yarden and Galil are like Yehuda in that the Amayarits are believed on the Tara of the Yayin at the time of the Gitos and on the 
the tower of the Shemin at the time of the Badim, but they're not Neaman Aliyayin Bishas Hashemin anywhere. We don't say that since he was Metar himself and his Kalim for Shemin, that we should believe him about Yayin also, even though it's not the Zman for pressing uh, grapes. Nor do we believe him about the Shemin Bishas Yayin. We don't say, oh, he was Metar himself and his Kalim for Yayin, so let's believe him about Shemin as well. So this uh, Brysa is a Kasha on Rav Yosef who said that in Galil, Amayaretz aren't believed. The Brysa is Mufurish that they are believed that Shasa Gitos and Abadim in the Galil. So says It has to be like the first answer that we said. That the distinction is Bacharfi uh, versus Ba'afli. The distinction is whether they were early in the season or late in the season. So again, the question was how can uh, we say that Amayaretz are in our Mishnah? That Amayaretz are believed about the Tara of Chuma Bishasa Gitos. We have a Brysa, we have a Mishnah that tells us that if Amayaretz want to give Truma to a Kohen, they got to give fresh olives that were never hooked to the Tumma, let the Kohen handle it so that that will be Torah Truma. Uh, what happened to his Nehmanos at Shasagitos? So the ultimate answer is that if it's not Shasagitos, he has no other Eitzah than to give fresh olives to the Kohen. But if it's Shasagitos, Shasabadim, then he is allowed to give it to, to the Kohen because he's going to be believed at that point anyway. Then the Mishnah went on to say, so the Mishnah had said this unbelievable Kiddush that if the Shasa Gitos Shasa Badim has already passed so the time when the Amaretz is believed is already passed and he brings the, the barrel of wine to the Kohen Kohen's got to say no thank you because I don't trust the Tara of it however he can leave it for the next pressing season and then he can accept it from the, from the Amaretz so the Kohen who's a Chavar should not be macabre the Truma from the Amaretz because the Shasa Gitos is already over the Shasa Badim is already over but the Amaretz could bring it in the next season. So by the name of Sheshas, they asked Rav Sheshas the following Shaila. What if the Kohen already accepted it? Can he keep it in his property, in his possession, until the next pressing season and say, oh, now would be a time that the Amaris would be able to present it to me. So now it's Shasagito, so now I'm good. So Rav Sheshit said to Nisuha, we already learned this in the Mishnah in the sixth parak of Masechus Demai. Is that what the Mishnah Yomi is up to? Is that a, uh, no, so, soon, soon. We're within a week, probably, of the sixth parak of Masechus Demai. Okay, close to Daf Yomi Kurinsos. That... Uh, if you have two brothers, let's say, you have a chaver va'ama aretz. You have one brother who eats chul and betara, and another brother who does not, who's an ama aretz. Sheyarsh was aviyam ama aretz, and they yarsh in their father, who's an ama aretz. And the chaver wants to get his chilek in a way that he doesn't have to worry about tumah of the, of the food that he's going to receive as, as the rusha that he gets from his father. So yachalomerlo, he could say to his brother, the ama aretz, tola tachit in ploni. You take the wheat in a certain place where I know that we're not talking about wheat that's attached to the ground, I'm talking about already harvested wheat. So you take the wheat that's already and I'm going to take wheat in a different place that I know is not since they're min uh, echad so you're allowed to rely on breiru because it's all the same min, it's wheat and wheat so uh, you can say that whatever wheat I take, that was uh, my chilek initially and it's not that I'm trading with you, that's, that's my chilek of the Yerusha and your chilek of the, the Yerusha is the wheat that is so, uh, so you're allowed to do that and you can also say you take the wine in a particular location, which I know that is Tameh, and I'll take the wine in a different uh, in a different location that I know is not Tameh. So that you're allowed to do. But the Chavar cannot tell his brother the Amaritz, Tol Atalach Va'ani Yavesh. Now the way uh, Rashi understands this, 
the way the Meiria, other Rishonim understand, the way the, the uh, most Rishonim understand, Tala Talach means you take the, the, uh, that which is Huxha Lekabotuma, and I'll take those payrolls that were never Huxha Lekabotuma, because that's already considered Shnei Minim. For me to say that you're going to take that which is the payrolls that are Huxha Lekabotuma, and I'm going to take the Yavish. Yavish means not necessarily that it's dry right now, but it's not Huxha Lekabotuma. That's already Shnei Minim. You're not allowed to rely on Breira. You have to assume that they're each 50% owners in all of the produce, and and therefore, it turns out that he's trading uh, tamay produce that he's giving to the Amaaretz, and that's called that he's being machshil the uh, the Amaaretz, and you're not allowed to do that. Talatachitin vanisa orim, or he could say, or, and he also cannot say, you take the wheat, I'll take the barley, because they're both 50-50 partners in all the wheat, and they're 50-50 partners in all the barley. So before we explain why we're quoting all of this and what the the relevance is, even minei ubei, this seems to be very problematic. Meaning, from the ration to the safe, it seems to be a stira, right? Because we started out by saying. He says, you take, you're allowed to say, you take the wheat of Makamploni and I'll take the wheat of Makamploni. And how do we explain? Makamploni is where it's Hukshul and the place where I'm going to take it from is where it's not Hukshul Then we said, but you're not allowed to say, you tell Atalach Vani Yavish. So you take that which is Hukshul and I'll take that which is not Hukshul It's the same thing. So, you know, they're both cases of you take that which is Hukshul I'll take that which is not Hukshul so Turiyah then uh, raises that kasha, and he also says he doesn't understand how could the, the Mishnah assume that it's considered shnei minim when I say you take that which is hukshul kabbaltum and I'll take that which is not hukshul kabbaltum. That, that that's not shnei minim. That's not uh, two separate minim. They, that's going to be called shnei minim where I'm actually trading with it. I'm not allowed to do that. So the Nitziv in Merome Sada says that in the Seifa where the references to payrolls that not only were hukshul kabbaltum, it says lach that which is still moist, and therefore there's a big between them, uh, between those and the dry payrolls. Not like in the ratio we were talking about payrolls that are no longer moist, just that which is was once that which is still moist apparently is considered a totally separate min. The Mishnah Rishon explains within Shitas Rashi that no, 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 it, it's, it's not like uh, like the Me'iri and the Bartanur explain. Where Rashi, the way Rashi learns this Gemara is when he says he's talking about the nature of the produce. You take wine and oil, I'll take wheat and barley and things like that. So lach means liquids. You take liquids. I'll take the uh, the solids. Oh, that for sure is shnei minim, and is totally different than the case of the reisha, where he says you take that which is hukshol lekabeltuma, and I'll take that which is not hukshol lekabeltuma. The miri says that some say lach and yavesh are considered shnei minim because yavesh uh, can stay, can last longer. So it relates to what we said before that maybe lach over here means that it's still wet, and when something is wet, it's uh, likely to spoil more quickly. So maybe that's why it's considered to be uh, shnei minim. Is an entirely different explanation where he says, over here we're talking about Truman, since it's Huxra Bialaviyam, since it was Huxra Kabotuma in the, when their father had it, it became Tame, and uh, the, because the father was Nama Aret, so he's Matamiya Pimagao, and Truma Tameya is supposed to be burnt. So that's why there's Shnei Minim, because there's Truma Tameya, which has to be burnt over here. It's not just something that was Huxra, it's something that's actually Tame. So that that's considered to be uh, Shnei Minim. But anyway, why are we quoting all this? The deal that the Chaver and uh, his, uh, brother is allowed to make with the Amaret's brother when the Yarshin, the produce of the father, because Vatani Allah, the Tosefta, elaborates on this Mishnah and says, also Chaver, that this uh, Chaver who's going to take, uh, has to take the Chelek Belach, he has to take a portion of the, the Tame stuff, what does he do? Sorev Halach, if it's Shemen Shaltruma, he's got to burn the, the Tame stuff, Umaniach is Yavesh, and he can hang on to that which is Yavesh, that which is not Uksha, the Kabbalah, and use it. So and here's the right. Yeah. 
and my why does he have to burn that which was tamay? Why can't Why can't he just keep the truma around until the next pressing season? The next pressing season, Amayaritz are believed about tahara. So what was the whole problem? He doesn't know for sure this stuff is tamay. He just knows that it was hooks for the kabbalah and it was in the hands of an Amaretz. So because it was in the hands of his father, it was an Amaretz. But but if we said that when an Amaretz presents you something when it's not the pressing season, you could just hang on to it until the shasakitos, until the pressing season, and then it will become tar because then Amaretz are believed. Why does this guy have to burn this stuff? Let him just hang on to his father's produce until the shasagitos, and then he'll be able to keep it. So isn't this a raya that he's not allowed to do that? So it says, no, 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 but Maybe we're talking about the type of produce that doesn't have a pressing season. We're talking about uh, dates that are used to make beer. There is no date pressing season. So frankly, Marviani Regal, but can't even by dates, he can leave it till the time of the of Yom Tov where uh, he could then sell it. Because in Regal, during the Shasa Regal, Amayaritz are believed to be a Becheskas Tahorim, and their Chumas to believed to be Becheskas Tahorim. They were not Gozer to Masama Aretz Beregel. So since he has to burn it, it must be that even if he received it, Be'iser, uh, the Chacham do not allow him to leave it around. And uh, the uh, so, so therefore we're back to Araya. So says more B'davashen Mishtama Regal. No, no, you're right. He would be allowed to leave it till Regal, but we're talking about something that would spoil by then. So then he has no choice but to burn it. So long story short, the Gemara raises the question if the Amaritz presents the, the produce to the, uh, to the Chaver at a time when the Amaritz is not believed, the question was can the Chaver just hang on to it until the time that the Amaritz is believed and then, uh, then, then make use of the produce? And the Gemara seems to say, yeah, he can. Any indication that he has to burn something is only when there's no option of, uh, of waiting till the Shasagitos, either because it doesn't have a Shasagitos, it's going to spoil by the Shasagitos. But in Khanabi, if he received it, then he is allowed to hang on to it until the Shasagitos. Okay, now the next uh, discussion in the Gemara is going to relate to uh, the line in the Mishnah where it says, Vimama refreshly took reviews Kodesh Neman. That if the Amaritz, when he presents the Truma, Shalob Shasagitos, and he says, Oh, by the way, there's a Revius of Kodesh in that Truma, so now you're allowed to believe him because you're believing him about, because he's always believed about the Kodesh. He's only not believed about the Truma, but there's Kodesh mixed in with the Truma. So in order to, uh, to, to elaborate on that line of, uh, of the Mishnah, the Gemara has a discussion about Besapras. Besapras really means three different things. The Mishnah, the Mishnah in, the 18th, in the 18th parakel of Aulos says that there are Shlosha Besapras same. One is a field that Shenechrash uh, Bakever, where there was a kever in the field and was plowed over, and therefore there's an assumption that there are bones, bone fragments scattered throughout the field. Uh, so the whole field is considered to be Tame on a Draban level. And then there's a Sada Shenevad Bakever, a field that a kever was, was there somewhere, but we forgot where it is in the field. So at any step in the field, you might be on the kever. So the whole field is considered to be Tame on a Draban on a level. And third is a sada that's used as a hespid shalmesim, a sada bochin, a place where they would go to give a spadim that, that we also assume has a din uh, midrabanan that all places tummy. But a stam besapras, whenever we refer to a besapras to stam, it's always the first one. It's always a sada shenechrash kever. It's a field where a kever was plowed over. So the whole field has this chashash tumah th- throughout uh, the, 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 uh, the whole field. Now there's a discussion why it's called a besapras. What does the word pras have to Pras means like a half of, like, a, you know, kazayis bechdei achil is pras. Pras means a half a loaf of bread, right? So a pras. That's what, so what does it have to do with halves? So Tulsus writes in Masechus Nida and Daphne and Zayin that it's a lashon of prusa, of exactly that, because the bones are broken. They're all 
broken and scattered throughout the field. So it's a base apras. It's a field that has broken bones that are scattered all over the field. Or it also says that it's called pras because of the, the prasos pnei adam, that it's trampled on by people's feet, that people walk all over it. So, uh, or people don't walk all over it uh, that, uh, because they're not allowed to because there's an assumed tumah. The Rambam in the Parish of Mishnai says that it's called the base apras because the, uh, the kever is spread evenly throughout the field. So it's like a, a prisas hasadin, like you spread the sheet over in a, a field, just like that's how Unclus's metargame, Vayifros is Ohel uh, in yesterday's parsha, says, yas mishkana, that Moshe Rabbeinu spread the mishkan, he spread the uh, the curtain of the uh, the mishkan. So that's base apras that you take the whole kever and you spread it out over the entire field. So anyway, so that's the din of a base apras. And now says the Gemara, Tanan Hasam, even though there's a even though we have a machlokes beisham beisilel whether bedikas base apras works for a nazir. Let's say a nazir wants to enter into a base apras, can he be bodek and make sure that there are no bone fragments there? So beisham says, yeah. A Nazir can rely on a Bedika, and Basil says, No, a Nazir is not allowed to rely on a Bedika. But the Mishnah says, That if you're trying to get to your Shalayim to bring carbon Pesach, then Basham and Basil both agree that you can rely on a Bedika, but ain't both can lochli Truma. You're not allowed to rely on a Bedika of a Besapras if you need to get to, to eat Truma. That you have to assume that you're going to be Tame. So, my Botkin, what does it mean to do a Bedika of a Besapras? What kind of Bedika would they be able to do of a Besapras? So, what you would do is you'd blow on the top surface of the dirt to see if you uncover any bone fragments. And if you don't, then you know that it's tar, so you can keep walking. No, both can see whether it's been sufficiently trampled on. Because once it's been trampled on enough, then it's not, there's no chashash that there are any bones that remain there. You assume whatever bones are there have already been kicked away or already uh, broken down to less than an etzim kasora or something like that, that they're no longer. Uh, they're no longer a threat. So those are the two deos in terms of what Bedika means. Now, why is the Mishnah Mechalik between the Tarva of Beis Apras for Osei Pesach on the one hand versus Ochli Truma? That we say that Osei Pesach are not allowed to rely on a Bedika's Beis Apras according to anybody. But uh, Ochli Truma, um, uh, I'm sorry, Osei Pesach are allowed to rely on a Bedika's Beis Apras according to everybody. But, but Ochli Truma are not allowed to rely on a Bedika's Beis Apras according to anybody. So why is that? So Osei Pesach, lo amidu devein v'makum kares. Because the, the, the Stakes are very high when it comes to Osei Pesach. That if you don't bring Karm Pesach, Chayv Kares, it's one of the only two, two of uh, one of only two mitzvahs to say in the Torah that failure to perform mitzvahs say uh, results in Kares. So the Chum are not going to be so machmir about their Din Midraban and called the Beis Apras to prevent someone from bringing Karm Pesach, who's going to be Kares. But the Ochli Truma, Misa. But for Ochli Truma, they were machmir. Uh, they, they did maintain their Din when uh, when when it comes to the the Misa Bidei Shemayim. What does it mean, Misa B'day Shemayim? Someone who eats Truma B'tumah is Chayiv Misa B'day Shemayim. Now, uh, over here, we're not even saying that the guy's going to have to eat Truma B'tumah. We're just saying that he won't be able to eat the Truma. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's even, it's a bit lasse of Mitzvah V'achilas Truma. It's even less than that. It's even less than real Misa. So you buy Lu. So now the Gemara is where it comes back to our Mishnah. If a person is bodeg Pras in the proper way, in order to be able to bring Karm Pesach, can he now eat Truma? Meaning he went through the Pras and he said, I'm Torah enough to bring Karm Pesach. So once we, we, we rely on his Tara status for Karm Pesach, can he also eat Truma? Do we rely on his Tara status for Truma as well? So Ula says, yeah. Uh, if we're telling him that he's Torah for Pesach, we can't talk out of two sides of our mouth at the same time. 
tell him you're Torah for Pesach, but you're not Torah for Truma. Rabbi Rulam are Badak Lepischo Asulechel No, if he's Badak Lepischo, he's not allowed to eat Truma. So I'm like, who's Saba? So who's Saba said to Rabbi Rulam, Lo Tifal Galei Du Ula. Don't disagree with Ula. Ditnan Kavasei, because the our mission Chagiga says just like Ula. Why? Because it says in our Mishnah, Imamar if Rashi Latocha Revius Kodesh. If the Amaritz presents you with Truma, which he has no Nehmanus on the the Tower of the Truma, but he says, Oh, don't worry, I put some Kodesh into that Truma Nehman. Then he's going to be believed. So Alma that since we believe in about the Tower of the Kodesh, Mimela, we believe in about the Tower of the Truma as well. So over here also, if since we're going to believe him, it's like a mitoch. That since we're going to believe him about the, the, the his Tara, as far as Pesach is concerned, we're going to believe him about Truma as well. And I saw a discussion in the Penine Halacha section of the Masifta. He quotes a Chumas and a Div Lev, uh, where it discusses, you know, there's a Halacha that if you send food with a Nachri, so there needs to be a Chosim on the food to know that he didn't tamper with it. But Basar and Gvina have two different Halachas. Basar needs Shnei Chosamos, Gvina only needs Chosam Echad. A pizza shop doesn't need the same delivery system that a butcher does in terms of uh, delivering uh, with... So what if you, you order from a supermarket and they, uh, you, you buy cheese and you buy meat and they put it in the same box and they put Chosam Echad on it. So uh, are you allowed to trust that the meat's okay also? Because uh, you're, you're trusting that it wasn't tampered with as far as the cheese. And it was in the same box. So either it was tampered with or it wasn't tampered with. So they try to bring a raya from this, that uh, Mitok, that Mitok, that you're going to believe him on one. Maybe you'll believe him on, uh, on the other. It could be that that's only when it comes to Dinim Dirabanan, like what we're talking about over here, that when it comes to Dinim Daraisa, maybe uh, you're not going to have such a uh, such an Amanus. There's a more elaborate discussion. There's a discussion uh, that uh, there was a guy, a case uh, in where uh, where there was a guy who shechted seven animals, and one of them had a uh, a, a trefer that was found in it, and the trefos and the ksheros were all mixed in. And before the ledas hasafek, half of the behem of one behema was sold becheskas kashros already, so it's already out there in the field. So I have six and a half animals. One of them is a trefa. I don't know which one, and and half an animal is out there. So the halacha is that kol kavua is kemechzal mechzadami. That anything that's kavua in its location is kemech, but kol de parish is meruba parish. So what am I going to say? Kol kavua kemechzal mechzadami. Whatever I have here is kavua. So that's 50-50. Savik daraisa lechumra. But kol de parish is six out of the seven animals are kosher. So whatever's already out there in the market, whatever's already out there in the in the field, that's already uh, that's already considered meruba parish. But it's the same animal. Half the animal you can tell me is kosher. Half the animal you can tell me is not kosher. So that's a discussion whether you can say such a thing. Prichadosh gets very excited about this. This was this related to a number of years ago, Rabbi Belsky's famous psak on that era of Pesach when they found in Los Angeles, when they found all the tray for meat. So he had some sort of unusual psak that confused everybody, but it was based on these dinim about what's parish and what's kavua and at what point they found the problem versus uh, when there was no lay disassembly. Okay, no, no time to get into that right now. But tomorrow we'll pick up from there. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.